Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, a podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots to let you know which shows soar to the highest types of the small screen or crash and burn. Cattle brand. Cattle brand. Cattle brand. <laughs> my name is Aaron. With me as always is my cattle brander, Cameron. How are you doing? Yeah. I hope we can like make cattle brand like a new No, uh, we can't. <laughs> it was funny. Don't berate it. <laughs> okay. How are you doing? A little bit annoyed. Annoyed. Maybe slightly disappointed. <laughs> Wondering Maybe. if any good TV shows exist anywhere. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm on that cusp. Yeah. I'm not going to be friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, what did we do this week? Well, what do you mean? What did you do this week? I worked my f***ing ass off, as always. Thanks for cussing already. You're welcome. Setting the what tone. do I always do? I work hard. Work hard. Oh, and I played hard because I found this new video game. Well, you actually found the new video game. I should I give you credit I, for it. it I, I get so little credit. You, get, <laughs> you found this wonderful video game for me. It's called Greedfall. And although the story is a bit dicey <laughs> with colonization and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> questionable. It's a great game. It is. I'm, I'm having a wonderful time playing it. And once I figured out the kind of the fighting mechanics, mm-hmm. it's, it's gotten really easy. Yes. Yeah, but it took a while to figure out the mechanics. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> what is happening? Hey, how's it going? I'm going to read this now. No, okay. A teenage sorceress named Nimue encounters a young Arthur on his quest to find a powerful and ancient sword. Wait, that was Arthur's quest was to find that sword? <laughs> okay, that's the show synopsis. I can say right now that that's not what happens in this. No. That's not right. No, no I no, didn't no, realize no. Arthur was looking for the sword. Well, he was just a bard. He, if that. If that. <laughs> he would say he sucks at singing. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the episode synopsis will clear this up for Okay, us. sure. Nimue. Nimue. There you go. Scorned as a witch, a young woman with powers leaves her village to start a new life. Just as a ruthless army scours the countryside for her kind. Yeah, you know what? Finally, a summation that makes sense. Okay, I'll see you later. Yeah, thanks, DB. (laughs) He's very calm today. What's up? What's going on with him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we did watch. I don't think we mentioned that the show's name is Cursed. Oh, right, right, right. It is a Netflix series. It was released. We're so good at this. <laughs> you think we'd be a little we're better so by now. We're so good at this. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> it was released July 17th, so just as of recording this less than a month ago. Ooh. It stars Catherine Langford as Nimue. She was in Knives Out. Wait, wasn't there someone oh, else she- in Knives Out? That we just did a show on? Hmm. I'm trying to think who's in Knives Out now. But Knives Out, she was in Love, Simon. Okay. We have Devin Terrell, who plays Arthur. Mm-hmm. He was in Barry, the Barack Obama Netflix movie. Really? And, oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks like, he kind of... And, and wait, they like, called him Barry? That's is, the is that Barack Obama's nickname? Barry? I, I guess. <laughs> Why didn't I know this? <laughs> No. Why didn't I know this? <laughs> yeah, I'd be calling Barry Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be calling him Barry Obama in a heartbeat. 
It's a bear. <laughs> Cherry bear. Uh, and he was also in, a, I think it was another Netflix show. They seem to be like, Netflix seems to get their actors now. Right. Uh, called Ophelia. Well, because they all film in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> we got Gustav Skarsgård mm-hmm. as Merlin. He was in Vikings. Of course he was. <laughs> he looks like it. <laughs> and he's in Westworld. Okay. You know, I've never seen Westworld. I hear things. I hear that we should watch it. I'm not saying they're good or bad things. I just think you hear things. Like I hear in the things. Ether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, all the whispering that happens in this show. Oh my god. Like, speak up! <laughs> Ethereal voices, could you... Peel? Be a little bit more clear. Maybe I this is why you're dying. I said, save them! <laughs> God! I'm Barry the Fawn. I'm trying to be creepy. I'm Barry the Fawn. No, his name is Billy Fawn. Billy Fawn is what I named him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We're confusing everybody. Yeah. yeah. Watch this show. You'll know Billy Fawn when you see him. <laughs> <laughs> we got Daniel Sharman. Toilet paper. <laughs> nice. As the weeping monk. He was in Immortals. And Who's the weeping monk? The guy with the tats. Like, oh, the one who I was like, Nimue's totally going to do him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's in Immortals and Medici. Medici? You know. <laughs> you know, and I made a promise to myself I wasn't going to correct you on your You have corrected me like... I know. I'm so already. sorry. I am. So, I I literally made a promise to myself that I was not going to do you're, that. You're like, I'm just gonna let him sit up there yeah. with his bad pronunciation. Yeah, because that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier if he looks stupid. <laughs> He's my jester. He can be yours too. I share. <laughs> uh, we got Sebastian Armesto as King Uther Pendragon, and he was in Marie Antoinette. Okay. And the Toters. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Don't you mean Toters? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these are the Toters. Yeah. We still got Rockstar by DaBaby and Roddy Rich as our still? number one song. God. Yeah, you know, I don't even think I know that song. I don't either. But it's like, we're all quarantining. We're all sheltering in place. I'm not like tuning into number one. I'm trying to find exploration games. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to, we're just trying to find something that is going to distract us for a minute. Exactly. And I don't think Rockstar by DaBaby. I should check it out. You know, that'll be my homework. I'm going to listen to Rockstar (laughs) by DaBaby. Sure. And I'm going to tell you all how I feel. I'm going to give you (laughs) next week's episode canceled. (laughs) I'm just going to talk about Rockstar by Roddy Rich. Nice. Okay, we're going to go lyric by lyric. Okay, sounds good. And the number one movie was Coronavirus. Do you have any movies that you would like to plug as your number one movie? I haven't watched any movies for the month of August. Yeah, you have not watched anything at this point. No. I've watched a few. I watched, just yesterday I saw Stop Making Sense, Mm. which is from 1984 by Jonathan Demme, and it's a concert film of the Talking Heads. Nice. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. So highly recommend. It's cool. on Amazon. And also this week I saw another really good movie. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Ah. Loved right. it. Okay. Loved it. Yeah, you told me to watch it. I said, no. <laughs> I was like, it's like kind of funny, but then super sad. <laughs> and I wasn't thinking it was going to be his mom. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I didn't say anything about what happened to his mom. I literally... There's no spoiler there. I I literally gasped in the middle of the movie. Yeah, and then you told me what happened, and I was like, what the hell, man? And then I was like, you need to watch this. And I go, nope. It proves you have a soul. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But... (laughs) That's not how I like testing out my soul. So so those are my recommendations this week. Nice. Concerning Cursed, what did you think this TV show was going to be about? My expectations. 
Okay. You ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Because, like, I, I, what I loved about your expectations, you wrote them down, and then we turned on the show, and it had the... Yeah. The, and you were like, that is not what I thought this show was going to be. <laughs> A teenager will be cursed or blessed with magic while she, <laughs> because they're always like, it's a curse. I'm like, yeah, oh, right. Yeah, right. This show, in the first, like, five minutes, yeah. she mentioned it's, it's a cursed. curse. I'm cursed. I'm, I'm cursed. cursed. Don't you know I'm cursed? And like, like, I'm like, no, you're not. You can wield magic. I stubbed my toe. It's because of this curse. Yeah, I know, right? She'll be blessed with magic while she tries to figure out who her real parents are. Because they're always orphans. Yeah. Battle the forces of evil. Uh-huh. And fight her ultimate nemesis, surviving high school and breakups. <laughs> oh, You are not even in the same ballpark. Not even. <laughs> not even. Oh, this must have been really disappointing for you. Oh, I was actually glad it wasn't what I oh, okay, expected. Because okay. I was like, I don't want to watch another dumb teenager with magic in high school who's like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Ooh, boys. So- <laughs> Yeah, that does feel like something they would do. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, I said, I think it is about a young woman. Mm -hmm. So far, so good. Good job. You You nailed it. (laughs) Just end it there. You've nailed it. If I say nothing else, I'm okay. (laughs) Who discovers she's descended from a cursed lineage. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Her life is in shambles. (laughs) I I wrote like a real novel here. (laughs) But through gumption and moxie, she will fight back. Proving that we don't need to be defined by the past, and that only we can determine the course of our lives. Then I saw it was written by Frank Miller. (laughs) And now I think it's going to be an overwritten, hard-boiled nonsense that takes itself far too seriously. You know, you kind of nailed it. Yeah, as soon as you see Frank Miller's name attached. Okay, Uh, just 300, 300, you know, all that garbage. I still quote, I think we both do. Mm Mm-hmm. Back in the day, we had the DVD for Daredevil. And we were watching the special features, and his interview on was that, the worst. It was so pretentious. Oh, so was, pretentious. Her name's Electra. I know. The House of Agamemnon. And then Agamemnon. she gets stabbed with a dagger like a rape. <laughs> and I was like, what the F? And that's pretty much my vision of Frank Miller <laughs> yeah, forever. I know. And I'm like, I, I know he's popular. His Daredevil run was pretty good, but <laughs> I, I, I'm like, oh, Blake. So, yeah, so it turns out that we were both wrong. Yes, this, monumentally. This <laughs> is a show about King Arthur. Oh, well, not about King Arthur. Well, yeah, but Nimue. Nimue, who is the Lady of the Lake. Yeah. And the, the show opens with her somehow shot with an arrow in the middle of a lake. I want to see the part before that where she goes sailing. No, I want to see sky. her just standing there on the water. And then drops. When, like, some <laughs> dude's like, and... Got her. <laughs> and then she just drops. <laughs> and, and then I, I was making fun of it because it starts off with like, should the story start with fire or with water? I know. And we were like, like, ooh, Twilight. It's like, oh, that's how Twilight that's, starts. That's Bella's opening line. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Guest written by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> Which, hey, by the way, I'm totes reading Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. We're gonna totally. Read it. Totally. Oh. <laughs> we have gone from a distaste for the Twilight books. No, I hate to it. An, to an ironic appreciation. Yes. To genuine. 
See, that's why you never love anything ironically, because eventually, eventually it turns to genuine love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. That's why I like, genuinely will defend all the prequel yes, Star Wars me movies too. to this day. Me I've, too. I've flipped over to, I'm like, yeah. no, I genuinely like this now. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a horrible thing to happen, guys. Try not to love anything ironically. <laughs> don't ever love anything Because eventually ever. it will become genuine. <laughs> yeah, just don't love anything. Just, yeah, don't. <laughs> just don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> okay, do you want some Arthurian legend facts? Wait, you already had Arthurian legend facts, and how didn't you have that in your expectations? Well, I found that out after the fact. I, I this is a whole process. Oh, I write, clearly. I write my expectations before I find out what the show is about. Oh, then I find okay. out what the show okay. is about, and then this gotcha. Is, <laughs> okay, like okay. showing you how the sausage is made here. See now, I'm, I'm fair about it. I, I try not to know anything about the show before I write right. the thing. Now I don't know much about Arthurian legends. I know you know the ins and outs of it. Ins and outs. Ins and outs. I have a lot of facts here. Mm-hmm. Actually, I just realized it's like pages worth. Well, this will be way more interesting to talk about than I this think, show anyway. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be quite fair to this show, I think if I were a 16-year-old girl, this might be interesting. Yeah, well, I'm going to save my thoughts on this show. Because remember, I liked Merlin, that show. And it had the same production values, the same kind of acting. If anything, same this kind has of better, predictable story. If anything, this has better production values yeah. than Merlin Yeah, had. so there's that. Merlin was very setty. Exactly. This so is, there is that. This looks like it's outdoors. Exactly. So I'm not going to, you know, harp on it too much. You can harp on it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't want to be a harpy right now. <laughs> Arthurian facts. Yeah. The oldest written record of Arthur comes from a Welsh poem called E. Godadin. I'm sure there's a Welsh way of saying that. Want to correct me? (laughs) (laughs) You're so smart. Just keep reading. It was written somewhere between the 7th and 11th century, which is 400 years. It's a big... (laughs) It was written sometime in a 400-year period. (laughs) Sometime. But either way you put it, it's still the oldest piece of Welsh poetry ever found but at best if it's the seventh century mm-hmm. it's still 200 years after arthur would have lived okay well which so are, looking back with rose-colored glasses a little bit yeah. and it wasn't called the dark ages for nothing yeah. so it's not exactly a time notorious for good bookkeeping right they couldn't read and write <laughs> like yeah. you know uh, the poem depicts a battle around north england and scotland it isn't a straight narrative and is full of interpolations which is inserted poetic digressions okay and arthur is one of these possible digressions so he's not like oh and there was arthur it was like he was like arthur okay you know but still the first time he's been mentioned and actually they use him as they use him as an archetype to describe the bravery of someone else oh okay so he was as brave as arthur king of the brains or whatever what it does prove though is even at such an early date arthur was well known Okay. Like, if you can use him as a shorthand to describe someone else, right. it's something everybody knew. Yeah, you know sort of I mean? like, this person's a lot like Trump. You mm-hmm. immediately come to conclusions, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not even saying anything. I'm not even saying anything. <laughs> okay, so then we got Nimue, the Lady of the Lake. Mm-hmm. And she's an example of a benevolent female character that was later reinterpreted to have malicious uh, intent. Ah, gotcha, because sexism. Because of sexism. Sexism. <laughs> Fun. I love how it ruins everything. Her first appearance wasn't until the 13th century, and she debuted along with Lancelot. So, so the French were like, hey, we got great women here. Yeah, they were like, hey, we wrote this awesome story. Where was Joan of Arc? Oh, God. 
I wonder if that was around the same century. Might have been. Because or, it might have been influential. Yeah, yeah. I wish yeah. I had that kind of encyclopedia. Yeah, I wish I could remember I could dates on, on these people. If only there was like a class in school or something that could teach you like yeah. dates and stuff that happens. Yeah. <laughs> in it she was a fairy who raised Lancelot after the death of his father so we're really sticking with that like orphan right. thing she raised him in the land of the fairies oh. where she taught him to be a well-rounded individual okay. through art writing and arms oh, well no wonder Guinevere's like hey Lancelot how yeah. you doing like he's not just like a like he's a, not a, just an awesome sexy knight he's an artist he, too he's like I wrote a poem for you it's called <laughs> Guinevere come over here hi it rhymes <laughs> <laughs> by Roddy Rich. Hey, but he could write. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal back then. Yeah, in the 13th century, that would yeah. have made him, like, really desirable. Yeah, so he's also a scholar. God, this dude's everything. Yeah. I kind of want him now. <laughs> After presenting Lancelot to Arthur as the White Knight, she and her magical agents appear frequently in aid of Lancelot. So specifically wow. Lancelot. She is not into Arthur. Not so much. However, all good things for women can't last. Nope. <laughs> Eventually, through a bad translation, a word meaning wanderer of pallid countenance. So, white person. A white person. It was also actually applied to early versions of Merlin. So, he was white. So, he, they, yeah, like very pale. Yeah. Was thought to mean fair and wanton maiden. Great. So, Merlin was attached to a fair and wanton maiden. And since Nimue was <laughs> with him, so instead of pallid countenance, they had this woman who was like out to get him. Wow. This is the description by which she was henceforth identified wow. and leading to an eventual story where she used her feminine wiles to seduce Merlin and steal his magical powers and entrap him in his magical crystal cave. Oh! <laughs> A lot of modern authors have started to kind of steer away. Yeah, from they the, better. The, like Mary Stewart's books, right. The Crystal Cave and all yeah. that. They don't have her as a malicious okay. entity. She's actually a legit lover. Of him. Oh, but still in that neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. It's like she isn't yeah. she isn't able to stand necessarily on her own. Yeah. She's still just a sexual object for people. But in her original incarnation. So, well, now you're making me like this show a little bit more. Yeah. Well, this show does definitely have that going for it a little bit so far. Yeah. I think. I what, think. what do you mean going for what? Going for like more of her being the central figure. Yeah, her for being her standing on her own feet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why'd you mad at me? Because we were talking about sexual partners. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah, well, you were on a different track than me. <laughs> yeah. Focus up. Learn how to communicate. <laughs> Follow my brain. Exactly. <laughs> and then finally, since we're talking about Arthur, we should talk about his death, and we should talk about Mordred. Okay. Who's played by the space between <laughs> us is Asa Butterfield yeah! and Merlin. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! They bring it all Let's together. Tie it all together, guys. He was well known as the bastard son of Arthur's incestuous union with his sister Morgus. Gross. And the eventual bane of Arthur. But it is possible that he has also been unfairly maligned due to sexism. Okay, what happened? What you need to know about Morgus, who was actually called Anna at first. Really? Which is a weird kind of like, her name's Anna. What if we called her Morgus instead? Okay. Sure. That's like... Morgos. She wasn't always depicted as an evil character, like Nimue. Okay. She was known as a healer and was sexually liberated, but not necessarily bad. What do you mean sexually liberated? What does that mean? Like, she would have sex, but it wasn't like something... Well, why is that bad? We're talking about in the <laughs> 7th century Britain. Everything was bad. 
<laughs> all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, all like right. When Christianity was really in, right. it's like yeah. most judgmental. Right. And she was like basically a druid who was like free right. hippie body. He's like, yeah, I like sex, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and he wasn't even necessarily his sister, half or otherwise. Oh, okay. So they just had sex. Okay. Okay. It wasn't until Christianity and its more conservative beliefs started to take root that her characterization took a hit. Uh, of so course. So before then... She had it, to seduce him because she was evil. Before then, she oh. was just a sexually liberated woman. That wasn't evil enough, though. Well, you know what's going to happen now. I cannot possibly say anything negative about this show now. <laughs> well, you can still talk no, about it. No, no, I can't. Morgus isn't even in this. I don't care because now it has all of this horrendous sexism attached to it. You're right. So now I have to praise this dumb show. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm praising it for moving beyond sexism. So Mordred is often written as a cautionary tale against sin. Ugh. And again, for the early Christians, it wasn't enough that she was sexually liberated. I'm sure the lay people were like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? So they were like, well, what if she was his sister? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So then he, Mordred became gotcha. his bastard son. So that's okay. how Mordred kind of I suffers see. for this. I see. But as far as historical facts are concerned, he is mentioned, okay. but only once. In the Annals of Wales. So Wales has a lot of information. Ah, so Arthur's really from Wales. Probably. Yeah. In a single line, again, kind of like Mm. the other poem, describing the Battle of Camlin, which is supposed to be where they died. Okay. And it says, the the poem reads, or the line reads, Mm -hmm. the strife of Camlin in which Arthur and Maudraut fell. And that's it. That's the only time they're mentioned. <laughs> Nothing says he So killed... it was definitely derived from that where they're like, oh, no, they killed each other. Yeah. Not that no... they were like besties who died together in battle. Yeah. Nothing says he killed Arthur wow. or that Arthur killed him. The way it's written, they could have been fighting on the same side. Yeah, exactly. It could have been they were fighting back to back and, and died heroically. Jeez. But instead, we've transformed that into they were attacking each other and killed each other. See, now this is why you write history and you learn from it. Yes. <laughs> Furthermore. Because we have a fake story that people have changed <laughs> right. to suit their needs. Exactly. Contemporaries of Geoffrey of Monmouth, who basically he's our, a big in, source of information regarding the historical Arthur. Okay. His contemporaries also mention Mordred with praise. Mm. In A Lament for Another King, the poet Mylar Brydad, okay. I'm butchering Welsh. Oh, Welsh is such a hard language Isn't to speak. Isn't it supposed to be one of like the worst, or like, not worst, but hardest languages to learn? It is a very hard language to speak. Oh. Describe the king's valorous nature as being... It's a, a beautiful language, though. Right. Lots of Ds in it. Like, I just, <laughs> it's just beautiful. Wales is just beautiful. But anyway, this poet was talking about someone else and talked of their valorious nature as being like Mordred. Okay. And then another poet writing at the same time also wrote of another king that had Arthur's strength and Mordred's good nature. Ah, so, so Mordred couldn't have been evil. So there's really no historical evidence that Mordred was even Well, then bad. why? I didn't, all because of sexism. sexism. God! <laughs> We've ruined everything. Sexism ruins everything. There is, however, some precedence for Arthur having killed a son, mm. a little-known son named Aimhar, but not Mordred. Okay. Somehow in the ensuing centuries, years, whatever. Nobody knows who the They hell kind he of is. conflated the two. So they took Morgus, mm-hmm. made... It, basically, they demonized Morgus. 
Because of his mother. Because she was, they made her sexually liberated. Yeah. They said she, it was incest. They knew that he, Mordra was the son of Morgus. Yeah. So they just said, that's the son he killed because of incest. Incest and sex. Evil. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So there you go. That's a little Arthurian legend. That's quite a bit of Arthurian legend, I believe. Yeah. Let's now turn our attention to this lovely show. Well, now I can't see anything negative. Well, let's start with something positive. Netflix does really good opening titles. You know, they really do. Although I wish they would have um, dimmed the brightness sometimes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it kind of hurt my eyes a few yeah. times. But other than that, I really love the opening scenes. That yeah. illustration, that was a really cool... It was almost like a tapestry. It was like a like paper the kind tap- of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it looked very evocative of yeah. the time, but with a lot of movement. Yeah, it was really fun. And I thought, oh, this intro is pretty cool. And I will say, like, Netflix, if they do anything well, mm-hmm. their opening sequences for their TV shows are generally really good. Oh, I agree. Daredevils I agree is yeah. beautiful. Oh, Daredevils is beautiful. I always love Jessica Jones. Yeah. They always have, like, just really... The best part of the Iron Fist show is probably the opening. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. You know, like... Yeah. So there, there you go. We can start with something positive about this show. Excellent. And I'm, I'm not going to say a word against Nimue. <laughs> okay, we're not going to say. Any, well, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't have anything negative to say about that character. Right. Me either. It's so. It's not her fault. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> the character of Nimue. I really liked her. Yes. She was very endearing. She was very, and very endearing. capable. And what I loved the most, actually, about her character. Is that when the her village is getting ransacked? Yes. She's scared. Yes. And she's panicked. They, Even though she's extremely powerful, she's terrified. And I loved that because I'm so sick and tired of people being like, she has power, so why isn't she like raising volcanoes? Right, right, right. You know, That's a no, good point. No, she's scared. They actually give her three dimensions. Yeah. Like usually. Especially, I'm going to say female characters mm-hmm. that aren't afforded that three dimension. Yeah. Because if you want They can't to, both be scared and powerful. It, yeah, if they're a tough yeah. woman, that's it. That's all they are. And yep. they can never be scared. Yeah, they can't crack a joke. They can't be scared. They yeah. can't be tired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, can be, <laughs> they have to be essentially flawless. Yes. Or they become a damsel. Yep. Real people don't work like that. Nope. Like, and in that scene that you're talking about, we're already skipping to the very, very end. Yeah. But, like, in that scene, there are moments where she is brave. Yeah. But then she's scared. Yes. And then it goes back and forth. She mm-hmm. fluctuates. Sometimes she's doing something. Well, adrenaline doesn't just run constant. Yeah. It yeah. spikes. That's how it saves your life. Like sometimes she's running through the mm-hmm. village trying to save people. Sometimes she's hiding. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is good. That yes. is a well-written character. Yes, that's what I thought. And that's anyway. what <laughs> And that's what a character, especially your main character mm-hmm. of a show like it needs to be. Yes. So, so that that was great. Yeah. What was less great <laughs> was this is such a, a problem for me. Okay. Is when you make a world that exists in a world where magic exists, mm-hmm. and you have characters who are known to have power. Yeah. But yeah. The, everyone else in the world yeah. is like taunting them. Yeah. 
threatening them. Yeah, it's so annoying and frustrating to me because, you know, these dudes come up and they're like, she's a witch. Yeah. She's so evil. Well, if you truly believe she has these powers, yes. then why don't you keep your mouth shut and walk away? Because something bad's going to happen to you. Or more realistic. Like, what is your survival capabilities here? You have zero. You're taunting someone super powerful. Yeah, you you have a sword. Yeah. She is capable of choking the breath out of you. Yeah. You know, so. So, okay. It's like me going up to Darth Vader being like, yeah, I don't believe in your dumb magic, even though I know you're magical. What's that and stupid And then, of course, Vader's going to, yeah. you fly? And, of course, Vader's going to do, yeah, I took a bitch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because that's what you do. Like, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like a world, like our world, where it's like a regular world. Yeah. And you just... You don't taunt powerful people. Real, realistically, <laughs> they should be avoiding her. Yeah. If they don't try to kill her in her Sending sleep. her sketchy glances, you know, because they're terrified and then skittering away. Yeah. Now that makes way more sense. Yeah. Not, oh, she's a witch. She's yeah. gross. Why don't we try beating her? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the, what the F, man? Well, and, then, and then there's another problem I had with the show. Again, not with her, okay. but the show never really delineates any weaknesses in her powers. Right. I could almost see someone being willing to stand up to a magical person right. if they know the tricks to get around it. Like, right. it's why superheroes always have to have their kryptonite. Right. Because otherwise, Superman's un- unstoppable. <laughs> you can't stop him. If she has no weaknesses, like whether it be iron or if you read the scripture at them, she withers away <laughs> or, or, you know, whatever, there should be something like that. But this show doesn't have any of that. If she has no weaknesses mm-hmm. that we know of, then these people should be shutting the hell up. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. She could kill you in a second. And you're I just sitting here trying... and just antagonizing her. Why would you do that? <laughs> I think they're trying to demoralize her so much that they can use her however they want. Oh, so you think they're negging her? I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's just weird. That's that... that's kind of no offense to not all men. But like, come on. A lot of oh, men like have, to neg. We can offend not all men. Those people are oh. But yeah. But that... come on. That's that's kind of like a man thing to do. Yeah, but they, yes. Absolutely. I do it to you all the time. <laughs> all the damn time. <laughs> but, How do you think we're still together? <laughs> oh, it's just put you down a little bit. Just, just a little. Just neg you a bit. <laughs> but this is a scene where they kill Billy Fawn. Because yes. Billy Fawn. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so let's let's lay down this scene. Okay. She okay, enters Pandora. She in- <laughs> Through a magical cut. She's in the middle of a village, and then she ends and up then on Pandora. And suddenly she's in this beautiful forest. And I was like, wait, what happened here? And I should clarify, Pandora's from the movie Avatar that nobody wants a sequel to, but they're making one anyway. <laughs> that apparently made the most money ever, but ever. nobody quotes it ever. <laughs> yeah, and that, to the point that I referenced it, but I felt like I might need to explain what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, because I had to think about it for a second. I was like, Pandora. Oh, the Avatar world. <laughs> ah. But anyway, so she's out in this forest. Yeah, so she's out in this forest, and suddenly there's lots of weird whispering. Yeah, yeah. Asking her to build a baseball diamond and then, in her cornfield. Yes, and she's like, oh, yes, if I build it, they will come. Right. And and then, and then she looks around, and it turns out there's this baby deer whispering, being like, you can save them. <laughs> and we're like, oh, look, it's Billy Fawn. <laughs> it's Billy Fawn. Hey, we need you to get out there and save them. And it's a baby deer they kill for their dinner. Yeah. Which no hunter ever would do. You wouldn't kill ever. a baby fawn. You don't kill the babies. Exactly. Like, th- if you do that, you're going to have a famine <laughs> real quick. 
real quick. So, and just because they're in the Dark Ages doesn't mean they're that dumb. Yeah. Uh, we've we've been hunting and gathering for like thousands of years. I, I don't know. There's a point where Merlin gives a knight in a full armor yeah, a I, lightning rod to go stand out in the rain. And he's like, "Are you sure this is safe?" And I'm like, "You don't know if it's safe or not." <laughs> you would you be like, "You okay. wouldn't know." <laughs> you got it, Merlin. Benjamin didn't do his uh, experiment until way later. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so why would he be scared to hold a lightning rod? Yeah, I, I don't no, know. No, it doesn't make any kind of sense. But this is like the crux of my problem with the show. So she lives in this village where everybody hates her, but also wants her to be a summoner, which is basically the And she's like a princess? And, yeah, and like her mother. Yeah, so, okay, she's also a princess of this village. And these villagers are like, you suck. Yeah, and <laughs> her mother has the same powers she yeah, does. Yeah, except they're all like, we praise your mother. Yeah. And I then, don't understand it. And then she has a little kleptomaniac brother. No, no, that's not her brother. He's like He's like the orphan kid or something. Okay, fine. He's the orphan but kid. But when their village is being ramsha- uh, ransacked, yeah. ransacked, 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 ramshackle village being ransacked. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, I can't find my dad. Oh, so I'm and like, her oh. dad had already abandoned her. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, wait. So he's not an orphan. He's just a pickpocket for no reason. He's just a pickpocket. Because they're all dirt poor. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, don't, I thought she called him brother at one point, though. Maybe everyone in the village is called brother and sister. It could be. But my bigger question is, this seems to be a real theme going on with pairing up older <laughs> older actors. Well, not old, but like... Like 19, 20-year-olds with like 10-year-old like boys. boys. Like, yeah. what is that? What I is, don't know. That is disconcerting. Is, it, is this a Star Wars thing? Not is disconcerting. This... God, what is my words? Disconcerting? Yeah, there you go. And <laughs> concerning. I'm just mixing words left and right Cattle today, Bernie baby. Things. Cattle Bernie things. Is that from Phantom Menace? Is that where that comes from? With having a young boy I, with an older know? girl? Like, is it yeah. something like, but if they're brother and sister, then that doesn't make sense. Because I was like, is it like a. No, if they're brother and sister, that makes more sense. Right. Because then that would make more sense that she was trying to take care of him. Right. But if they're just friends, that's weird. Yeah, because I'm got... I was never friends with a 10-year-old boy. When you were 19. When I was 19. <laughs> if he's a kleptomaniac, but his mother is like the summoner, yeah. either that explains why he was able to steal so much stuff and nobody said it. They're like, it's her son. <laughs> yeah, it's Squirrel or... again. <laughs> Squirrel. And his name's Squirrel. Yeah. It doesn't and her name's a... Nimway. His name should be like... Simone or something. <laughs> I would love to get some people's theories on what the idea, because Battle Nun did it. Yeah. This show's doing it. Yeah. Phantom Menace did it. And I feel like it's happened more. These are just things we've watched in the last month. Month. Except for the Phantom Menace. Phantom, except for Menace. I haven't watched that movie in years. But that, that's the earliest example yeah. I can think of it. That's why. But yeah. I'm pretty sure this has happened a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what the. Well, more than once is weird yeah. on its own. Just two Netflix shows that came out this year yeah. have a woman in her late teens, early 20s being friends with a 10-year-old boy. Yeah, it's weird. Like, that's it's their weird. best friend. I mean, I'm not saying, like, that can't happen. I'm just saying it's weird. It's just weird. And it feels like it should mean like it, Like, there's because some let's, underlying... Because let's reverse the genders here. A, yeah, a 20-year-old man befriending a 10-year-old ten, girl. girl. Like, come on, no, I guess this, I this could, is weird. I guess I've seen that in movies, too, but it is a lot weirder. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Like, and usually the little girl's like a little tomboy or something like that. You right. Baseball. I see it in my head. Like, you yeah. put a baseball guy and you're like, hey, sport. But they're not really besties. No, and they're never besties. She's yeah. more, like, either he is an object, like a crush object for yeah. her, or it's a very yeah. clear brother-sister thing. Yeah. Whereas these are, like, they're friends, like, equals. Yeah. Like, it's like, weird. It, maybe it's sexism. They're like, a 10-year-old boy is equal to a 20-year-old woman. <laughs> it's probably sexist. All things can be traced <laughs> yeah. back to sexism. They have, like, a funeral or something. And it seemed like they were just doing a funeral, but in the middle of a funeral... No, no, that's not a funeral. I think that's their idol of their god that they're burning. Oh, and it was supposed to determine who the next summoner was? Yeah. And then there was an eclipse. And I will say this about the show. I think they did the eclipse well because yeah. my first thought it was like, oh my god, if I lived back then, I would be terrified yeah. of <laughs> Yeah, Like, right. I think an t- eclipse would be the scariest thing in the world if you had no idea what was right. happening. Yeah. <laughs> So, and she's told that she's going to be the new summoner, which I don't even know what a summoner is. It's like a priestess, I guess. I guess. Someone who does magic. And I'm like, but the village is scared of anyone who does magic, but they're all fae? Yeah. You want... That doesn't make any kind of sense. Yeah, they're all fae. Yeah. They know she has magic. Yeah. Yet they disrespect her for having magic. Yeah. And they're they're scared of her. But then they're like, you need to lead us But you need to be a priestess and lead us. That doesn't. Make, it doesn't. It doesn't track. It feels like the show is trying to do a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. Trying to push a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. A lot of people understand archetypical right. things. It doesn't really work either. She's got to be like an outcast mm-hmm. who is suddenly thrust into like the spotlight as their leader, and they're like, "No, yeah. we're not going to have her be our yeah. leader. We don't like her." Yeah, exactly. Or they have to respect the magic that she has and be like, "Of course, it's her because she has yeah. all the magic, and we like that." Yeah. Like, it can't be both. It, no, it, it can't. It doesn't make sense. Okay, then something else happens that was really weird. We also find out that there's this group called the Red Paladins, which aren't as oh, cool. Oh, look, evil priests. Evil priests, your favorite. My favorite. Literally. Which, you know what? There's evil priests in my Greedfall game, too. Ugh. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Because it's like, look, they're supposed to be good. And, but they're evil. Doesn't it freak you out? And it's like, not at this point. No, no not. I expect it I, at this Yeah, point. exactly. I expect them to be evil at this point. <laughs> but the Red Paladin. Why is anybody still religious? I have no idea. I, With all this evil priest around. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? And I don't understand why these Red Paladins are so feared. They have no armor. None. They walk around literally in red robes. They are just like a peasant. They can't even hack down a peasant with an axe. Yeah, they have level one armor. They just kind of cloth armor. They just kind of grab people, shove them to the ground, and be like, oh, look, they ran away. Damn it. They really They're so fast. That whole melee at the end is just the people grappling each other's arms, being like, throw them to the ground, and then move on to the next person. (laughs) Yeah, they're not scary. And then the camera will pan, and then someone will be, like, crucified. Yeah. But it's like, I don't even know how these people have managed that. These are a bunch of, like, LARPers. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand how they're accomplishing I know they're supposed to be evil, but they are just not capable of walking. And I bring that up to bring up the head of them, the head red paladin, head Mm -hmm. priest, Mm -hmm. who is introduced talking to a little boy about how we have to weed the world of demons to make it better. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm the little boy in this. Because that kid was rolling his eyes so (laughs) massively. I was like, oh. Right. (laughs) And then then it pans to this burned village that is extremely loud with hoof prints. Yeah, this whole conversation. But you didn't hear it at all. This whole conversation was happening in whispers. Yeah. But like 20 feet away, like there is like. (laughs) There's screams. (laughs) 
and people apparently... are being murdered. Yeah. And it turns out the little boy is a demon. And yeah. then I'm like, why did he sit this kid down for this conversation? This demon kid down. I'm like, that, I'm like, this is just for our benefit. Yeah. As as viewers, it was literally yeah. just for our benefit. Because I'm like, think about it. Like in the reality of his world, yeah. he already knows this kid's a demon. And he's like, come over here, hey, kid. Let me let me put this leaf on your skin to turn you into a leaf because you can camouflage. Yeah, because you're like a, a dryad or something yeah. like that. So. We already know that they're not, like, really evil. That was another thing that we kind of touched upon it, but it's that idea. There's, like, at one point, a fairy, like, a legit fairy. A legit fairy. Is brought into the Fae's village. They called him Moon Fangs? Moon, moon, moon Wings or moon something? Moon Wings or something like that, yeah. Something like that. But, again, it doesn't make sense that they're okay no. with this. It's weird that they have, like, a show where magical beings exist, mm-hmm. but there's, like, also, like, some racism with, it. like, your magic's not the right type of magic for me yeah. to be okay with. Yeah, exactly. Like, even though you... Well, because they call Nimue a servant of the dark god. Yeah. But, but she has the same exact magic as her mother. And she never does... Who's priestess of their village. Exactly. So they would think, oh, we shouldn't be following her because she's, yeah. like, leading us astray. Yeah. No, none no, of No, it doesn't make any kind of sense. Yeah. The world building on this is very confusing. It's dodgy. And obviously, too, you come to the point where it's like, you know what? If these people really did have magic, there's no way mere fucking humans would be able to take them down. There's no way. Exactly. You know, unless they ran out of mana. But at this point, we don't even know they can get tired after casting spells. Yeah, we, that's what I was saying. There's no weaknesses. There, there's no weaknesses. So it's like, really, how how is it these humans are able to take you down? That like, doesn't make any kind of like, sense. like, oh my god, like... There's like I'm trying to think of like another equivalent of someone with, vampires. Well, they have they have weakness. I'm trying to think of something that does because not of, have like a weakness. That, yeah, but that UCF professor who was who wasted his time on vampires. He was <laughs> oh, like, right, right, if right. there were even two vampires, all humans would be vampires. Yeah, exactly. In like a year. Yeah, like it, they would yeah. eat themselves out. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. What was that? Whoops. Wow. <laughs> Those, vamp- Those vampires Those are kinky. Vampires. <laughs> Now we're introduced to our... But that's what I'm saying. They can't yeah. be too powerful. So let's at least have her run out of mana or something once she casts a spell. Yeah, like, you know? does it exhaust you? What are the limitations here? I mean, always when it comes to fairies, you put up iron. That's usually what takes them down. Yeah, iron. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, a comic book equivalent of someone who's all-powerful that doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. Like Oh, that sentry certain... dude. And he was the bore- most boring And he character. was the well, most boring. Well, now that's not even true, though, either, because no? he had, like, a split personality that could... Oh, and right. He, and in his, like, normal form, he was agoraphobic. So there was, okay. like, other things. There, I would think the only superhero, and someone out there can correct me, mm-hmm. that I can think of that doesn't have a discernible weakness but yet can be taken down would be like Jean Grey, okay, like the, the Phoenix. She can read minds, mm-hmm. so she, theoretically, she should be able to see things coming out of from any <laughs> angle. She's a telekinetic, right? She can fly. But yet, every once in a while, a building gets dropped on her, so she gets taken out of the picture. <laughs> but, like, everybody else has, like, some kind of, like, I can only go so far. Right. It, so I guess she's the only one I can think of that, like, her weakness would be, like, I'm focused on this one her thing. Her weakness is boys. <laughs> her weakness is that Scott Summers that boy. That Scott Summers boy. <laughs> Slim Summers. So, plot-wise, she doesn't want to be a summoner. Mm-hmm. She leaves the town. Yeah. With her friend Pim. Pim comes out of nowhere. Where, yeah, she really comes out she of nowhere. She really comes out of nowhere, and I don't understand the relationship. It does not feel natural. It doesn't. It, it doesn't feel... even feel like a lesbian relationship. It just doesn't feel like they are friends at all. Here's what my problem. It's very confusing. Here, to me. This is what I thought when Pim was introduced. Yeah, I was like, 
oh, she can't bring Squirrel with her, but we need her to be able to have someone to talk to. Right. The last It show, would be weird if she brought a 10-year-old boy with her. Why make him a 10-year-old boy? Why not make him a 15-year-old girl? Like, I don't know. I didn't write the show. Right? But I mean, like, <laughs> didn't we just have that conversation with the show we just watched where it was like characters were introduced just so yeah. they were, Oh, it was, um, it was the school one, the, the one from like two weeks ago. You uh, watched a school one? The Order. The order where he oh, he becomes order. friends. He yeah, goes out yeah. drinking with his resident advisor. Yeah, not because it makes sense that they're friends, but yeah. because the character needed to say. Yeah, things. yeah, that's, like, that's who why... Kim is. That's why their relationship doesn't feel natural because they're not actually friends. She's a plot device. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because like yeah. I, when she was introduced, I was like, "We've already introduced yeah. Squirrel as her sounding board." Yeah. Now you're introducing me to another person who's your sounding board. Yeah. But this sounding board can leave the village with yeah. her so she can be with her longer. And they can talk about boys. And then as soon as <laughs> Arthur is introduced later. Oh, and they legit talk about boys. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It does not pass the Bechdel test very <laughs> well. Once she does meet Arthur, mm-hmm. then Pim is taken off the table. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I just need this character so she isn't talking yeah, to herself. Yeah, so they get Pim drunk. And have her pass out so that Nimue and Arthur can have a conversation about swords. Sword sword flirting. I can't say it right. I can't say it right. Sword flirting. Which, again, I was like, what is it with this trend of, like, you can't just have people have a conversation where they're flirting. No. Like, it has to be playing giant chess. chess. (laughs) Or Or sword sword fighting. fighting. (laughs) It can never just be like, I'm getting to know you. (laughs) It can't be over just a nice glass of wine. No. We can't just have it, like... When Harry met Sally, they're nope. driving from one place nope. to another, nope. and they're forced to confront each other. And they don't even flirt in that movie. They, they're antagonistic at the yeah. beginning. Like, yeah. every show now is like, it's like, they've got to walk by, like, a badminton net and be like, you play? <laughs> you play. Watch me. <laughs> I could tell by your swing that you're blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know how to flirt. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's been, been too so long. long. Once you're married, you don't have to flirt anymore. Nope. That's the best part of getting married. Exactly. <laughs> But then we're introduced to another main character mm-hmm. who is another thing that I'm very sick and tired of. Okay. The drunk wizard. Yes. I was just about to bring that up too. Yep. I am so tired. The anti-Gandalf. It's the anti-Gandalf. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody thinks of wizards as being these stuffy Old, creatures. stuffy men. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to make them drunk and kind mm-hmm. of lascivious and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you've done that so much now that that's become the norm and yeah. Gandalf has become the outlier. Yeah. Like, I remember, uh, this have not held up well. We tried to read them recently. The Belgariad series. Yeah, that did not hold up well. Yeah, that was the first instance I ever read of a wizard being kind of a rogue. Yeah. Kind of got drunk, kind of a womanizer. Kind yeah, of... except he has sex with, like, 12-year-old girls. Does he? Yeah. Oh, the, oh right, the dryads yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. They, yeah. They, they do, yeah, they don't, you forgot that? Yeah, I forgot that. They're like yeah. hundreds of years old, but they appear as... 12-year-old girls. And it's like, okay, this is gross, David Eddings. Yeah, yeah, gross, man. Yeah, I didn't remember that part. That's right. Yeah. But that's the first <laughs> instance I ever remember seeing that. But now it feels like every time a wizard is introduced, mm-hmm. they're always like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's never... I don't they're know. They're never real people. It, it, it's when like the... When you're trying to do the flip of the thing people are expecting, mm-hmm. but then it's like, well, you've done that so much now that it's You become, might as well flip back. It's Yeah, it's become boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no thought going into like, this. Like, if I run across a good priest, I swear I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> right? But, but, and not do, sketchy. And then I did want to point out that the Word document I was using, a flag the word ass, 
And I was like, oh, because I didn't put a hy- hyphen in half-ass. Okay. And, and it said, your readers may be offended by this word. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? You judge, you judge. Word document, bring back Clippy. <laughs> Clippy wasn't Clippy so ju- wasn't judgy. <laughs> Clippy never told me I was using cuss words. Clippy, you dropped F-palms left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it appears you're trying to be offensive. Let me help you with that. <laughs> Here are some other <laughs> offensive words. <laughs> Nimue and Pim get to this village. They're going to try to sail away mm-hmm. <laughs> like sticks. <laughs> I hit like Enya. <laughs> and they can't because the boat where we get a nice little name drop of an Arthurian knight, Gawain, yeah. is apparently the pirate ship captain or something. And of course. And he's left already. He better be damn sexy. And then <laughs> another thing that I think is hilarious. <laughs> okay, this is one thing I hope that people lean into more. Okay. <laughs> is the idea when someone's singing. And then the they middle, stop and just and, start staring and, at you. And focus. They stumble on a word, <laughs> and then like, uh, like uh, all the small things, <laughs> truth care. You know, like <laughs> I'm like, if someone did that to me, I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be like, oh my god, I'm oh, not here. I'd be like red. I'd be yeah. glowing. I'd yeah. be radioactively red. <laughs> This person is singing directly to me now. <laughs> this is creepy. Please don't do that. No. And that's not how things work. Like, no. Like, we're supposed to be feeling like love at first sight yeah. kind of moment. And it's like, ooh, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Please don't do that. <laughs> nice. Please don't do that. We find out this is our uh, king of the Britons. This is Arthur. Yes, a bard. Who is a bard and, like, a sellsword. He calls himself a knight, but she kind of calls him out on that. Yeah, they, they're mercenaries, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, we meet and real he, knights. And with, he runs with a band of, of gross knights. I don't think he runs with them. I think he's his own thing. I think he's... Are you sure? Yeah. Because th- he, he was, like, deferring to them and stuff. He was deferring to them their, because he knew that they were dangerous. I think he's their cabin boy kind of person. Well, he ditches them, though, to Does save he? her. Yeah, he he's like, I'm leaving town oh, to protect okay. you I from gotcha. them. Oh, okay. Well, from them and the LARPers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he puts a lice-ridden hat on her head at one point. That was point. so gross. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. It's like, learn how to flirt, people. Just use oh my your God. words. I do not want... Like my toddler. Just use your words, use people. Use your words. <laughs> and Ugh. sing them sexy songs. Ugh, don't just put clothes on me that I don't know where they're from. Yeah, like you Ugh. took a, a, a juggler. We'll be up to our balls and jugglers. <laughs> <laughs> he took the hat off a juggler and put it on her head. And he's like, You're And that a juggler right now. looked sketchy. He was not. He probably had lice. Yes. Yeah. So that's how they kind of meet. And, well, okay, so it was crazy. So, so they come in and they're having a beer. Mm-hmm. They're kind of doing their flirty flirt thing. This guy, Bors, who is also an Arthurian knight from you know, actual like Oh, he's coming back? Well, I hope not. But, like, he throws down some loaded dice. Yeah. And he wants to gamble her with her for... For sex. For sex. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And Arthur's like, don't do it because those dice are loaded. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And they're like, dude. But, like, everyone is, like, mind blown. She, with magic. With with just a little bit of magic to make these loaded dice, dice yeah. fall where she wants them to yeah. fall. But, like, there are other times in the show where she does magic where people yeah. are like either not amused, no. they like don't care, mm-hmm. or, or they're like, you suck, you dumb witch. Yeah. <laughs> but when she does a minimal yeah. thing, everyone. Oh, just like the Jedi dice trick that Qui Gon does. Yes, exactly. Then, oh my like, God, that is exactly what right? it is. Then their minds are blown. And they're like, 
you are you're like they're like she's a witch burn her so she leaves at this point i was already like her village is totally destroyed oh totally destroyed and i was like that's isn't that the that's a classic thing too where like you leave and then you like luke skywalker he leaves wow another star wars Wars reference he (laughs) leaves to go learn something new right decides to return Mm -hmm. cannot return because everyone's dead now it's time to move forward. And, and apparently and Pim is gone now, too, so she can't even she, talk to Like him. I said, she gets dragged away. Well, that's yeah. why I said, like, Arthur was introduced. So as soon as Arthur was introduced, yeah. a more central character, Pim can be taken off the table. That's right. She is literally there just to do that. I feel bad for that actress in a lot of ways. It's yeah. Like, she, You're a, just a prop, my it dear. It was, like, literally a thankless role. Yeah, it really was. We talked about their sword fighting. Yeah. I found their relationship to be real snoozy, snoozerama. <laughs> I was not interested in them as a couple. I didn't see it. They just had no chemistry. None. There was nothing there. It's like watching Castle. There's no chemistry between those actors. <laughs> Screw Castle. Take that, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I love crime dramas you do. and mysteries. I love them yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I thought Castle would be great. I like Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it was clear they hated each other, and yet they had to pretend to be in love, and right. it was just it, icky. You, you can, you can, you feel, can it. feel it. It's like, I don't care how good of an actor, yeah. you're, there's something there yeah, that you, you can just feel. I mean, it, I couldn't feel that Arthur and, this, think, and Nimue hated each other. Oh, no, I, just, I think they were fine. They were just fine, but they weren't, they there was no chemistry. There was no spark of, like, yeah. attraction there. Like, yeah. They're going through the motions of mm-hmm. flirting. There yeah. was just nothing there. And I think there needed to be something there. Yeah, yeah. So it just really felt snoozy. And I was mm-hmm. like, whatever. You know, we'll get through all this. We're back at the beginning. What we were talking about. She returns to her village. Of course, <laughs> it's burning. She runs to find her mother, who appears to be dead, but is apparently okay. She, like, sits up. Just, yeah. There, like, okay, blood. there's, like, blood everywhere. And, and she follows it behind an altar, and it just, like, appears that her mother has dragged herself. Yeah, to this altar or whatever. And the temple has not been destroyed, even though you would think that would be the evil priest's primary goal. Would be, like, we need to destroy, to destroy this temples. evil religion. Yeah. But they left it pristine. Because that's what's going on in my video game, Greedfall. By the way. <laughs> By the way, you guys should check out Greedfall. Is they're destroying temples, and I'm being like no, no no save them i feel like a great white hope it sucks because <laughs> i'm trying to help the natives right. but i'm a white person yeah, right yeah i don't it's dicey guys it's dicey <laughs> but it allows you to romance your <laughs> <laughs> but i have lots of romanceable options this is great that's the, the reason why you play video games this is the only reason why i play video games <laughs> is so i can have sex with aliens and stuff yep, exactly. this is the only reason why i do it so she runs up to her mom. She's like, Mom, no. And her mom's like lying on the floor. And she goes, oh, honey. And then she like sits up. <laughs> she sits up like she's just fine. I'm and like, then were you just stands wa- up. And then I'm like, were you just wallowing? Like, what were yeah. you doing? She then goes to fight these red robes who are, you know, pathetic. <laughs> lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> so she's clearly been bleeding out. But now she's fine. Right. And she fights the red robe. And then she's stabbed. To death somehow. She, she stabbed through her ovaries, which again <laughs> feels a bit sexist. It does. <laughs> like, oh, with, no, with these, well, I can Well, it no is Frank Miller. Exactly. He was probably like, oh, what? You're not letting me rape all these women in here? Don't you understand? Well, then, let me sword rape her. The, 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 sim, the symbolism Ugh. of the sword cutting through her ovaries. <laughs> but then uh, Nimue runs away. She is now pursued by wolves. <laughs> somehow, there's now just a somehow. pack of wolves. 
that are trying to take her down. She pulls out the sword that she's apparently carrying yeah. that I think her mother gave her. And it's burned into the side of Merlin's body. Which is gross. Which was disturbing. Not fun to look at. I, I was not into this. <laughs> and then she fights off the wolves, splattering the camera yeah. with blood. Yeah. Because it's Frank Miller. And that's how it ends. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's your show. That's that's it right there. Yeah. Okay. I would say it definitely was not my expectations of a show. It did not meet my expectations at all, but that's okay. It's okay. It's that's its own okay. thing. It's its, it's own thing. That's, it's we're just ba- thing. You're just basing it on the title of the show and a cover art. You know, exactly. Like, what are you supposed to get? As far as reviews are concerned, mm-hmm. as we've learned from the last few episodes, oh, no. there is a lot of predictable racism, racism? in For this what? show. Because Arthur was portrayed as a black man. Oh, right, right. Okay. And I'm not going to read those. No, of course not. They don't deserve They to don't deserve it. But just suffice to say, a lot of people, a lot of racist people on IMDb... Were like, it's a fact Arthur was it. white? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> but like, he's a fake person. You know, there's hardly... There's like... A lot of historians are like, we don't even think he existed. A yeah. lot like Robin Hood. We don't even think he existed. Or he was an amalgamation of different yeah. people is yeah. the main thing now. Yeah, there that's isn't why a they... fact that Arthur or Robin Hood was white. That's why you can have stories of yeah. Rose up in Scotland and also in Wales. Yeah. Like, it's different people that kind so, of became So, well, one then these same people should have a big problem with Hamilton. It, well, I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they But there's... you know what? If they actually watched it, they can learn a lot. They can learn something. But basically, the same racists seem to be, or like to portray themselves as, like, experts on the demographics of 6th century Britain. Yeah. Like, there were no black people. Uh, I'm like, shut up. You it, don't even know. And, and like you said, they treat Arthurian legend as Arthurian fact. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, people were not in bubbles back then. No. We just don't have a lot of record, but mm-hmm. it's not like people were isolated in country or continent. No, they definitely were. It, it was a lot more, and they're finding out more and more as mm-hmm. as we go on and more things are stated, that things were just as diverse then as oh, they are yeah. now. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that like that they there isn't any like text about racism probably suggests that they were actually less racist. They were than probably are. a little bit more progressive. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here we go. So here are some reviews that don't dwell on that. It's nice. not okay, worth good. dwelling on. Good. We got as <laughs> <laughs> Nice. You could have just, you know, said the letters, but no, you had to pronounce it. <laughs> Gotta pronounce it. No, as speed. As speed. As speed. Or ass speed. <laughs> ass. Let's go to ass speed. My speed's got ass. My ass got speed. Uh, they call it tween pap. Okay. They say, want to see an Arthurian tween drama that is right up there with Twilight? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I didn't feel the Twilight. Well, except uh, for that first line. <laughs> except for that first line. But their relationship was not Twilightian. No, no, not at all. Mm, there was no. no brooding. Yeah. It was actually. There was no brooding. I would say it was like. It was a normalish romance. It was a normal tween drama. Yeah, he wasn't I, a jerk, and no. she wasn't fawning over him necessarily. No. Like uh, they said, watch this. It's absolute rubbish. Oh, somebody doesn't like Twilight. <laughs> if you yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you wish to watch something with substance and great acting, watch Excalibur. Oh my god, the nineteen eighty one version. Uh, or Camelot with Ava Green as Morgana. Yeah, Both I wonder why. Are superb. Uh-huh. Want a firsthand look at Morgana? <laughs> Because oh your your other hand's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, read my book Why Clef oh. on Amazon. 
This leave it be. Wow, that dude pimped his own work. <laughs> in a review. In a review on the same subject. <laughs> but then didn't even give his name. We're just, I guess we're just supposed we're to look, supposed up to look at We're supposed to look at Aspeed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the book. I'm going to go to the library. I'm looking for the book Wyclef. It's written by, by Aspeed. Aspeed. <laughs> But I love the idea. I love the idea of someone who has written a, a, oh. like a, a similar type genre book going around, like, giving bad reviews and be like, hey, but read my book. Like, <laughs> I am a little curious. I don't want to spend money on it, though. Yeah. At last, a series that falls into my perfect genre. Or so I thought. Oh, and this is by Rich Dick. <laughs> Rich Dick and Aspie. People who don't like this are really focused on private parts. <laughs> yeah, seriously. After seeing the promos for this, I was excited. However, after watching the first episode last night, I was hugely disappointed. The good points first. Visually, in 4HD, <laughs> it is so vivid and well photographed. Photi- photographed. <laughs> it is an interesting take on the King Arthur, Lady of the Lake, Excalibur theme. Dot, 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 dot. The casting of a black Arthur and a scrawny, drunk Merlin didn't bother me at all. Why should it? I think, well, I think that's why I included this one, because, like, okay. he's trying to get... Oh, uh, no, no. But he's he being one of the Yeah, he's being one of those people who are like, this doesn't phase me. I just hate it. Mm. <laughs> I have black Arthur friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me thinks you protest too much. Yeah. This is just fiction, right? However, the acting was like something out of a prep school play. Appalling. <laughs> the choreography of the action scenes were laughable. Well, we did make fun of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think the acting was that bad, though. No, I didn't either. Uh, or uh, let me let me not equivocate. The acting was not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Hey, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> to quote our children. When they to eat. quote our children when they try new food. Hey, not bad. Not bad. Do you want another bite? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> Rather than being able to get into the episode and enjoy a fun ride, you're constantly distracted by how awful everything is and poorly executed. I, however, will persevere. Because, Why? like I said, I love fantasy and magic stuff. And if it doesn't improve, I won't waste my time. But he just said he'd persevere. So that one, <laughs> that, that, that sentence really takes you on a ride. Wow, I will yeah, persevere does. until I but don't I want to anymore. But I won't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to anymore. Okay, here's some positive reviews. Okay. It's kind of tiresome to deduce anything of value from these comments. It's kind of tiresome to deduce if the series is any good because so many commenters seem so weak-minded they can't even cope with black or female main protagonists and write the series off from the onset. If the main protagonist in a fantasy series is white, it isn't controversial, (laughs) and I can actually put some trust in the final score. Every reviewer talks about politics instead of just talking about the cinematography or script. We'll rate it. There are politics in this? Yeah. See, there's no problem. What? I'm not getting any of this agenda. Yeah. Like, they, well, it's like the other the thing. We're talking must, about communism. Yeah, and, and the agenda the must be going way over my head because I am not getting it. Or it's like later in the season. However, most of these people are saying, I just watched the first episode. Yeah. So I'm not getting it. Wow. I'm not picking up on that at all. We'll rate it at a 10 and ameliorate the score after seeing one full episode. Stop being small-minded. Do some yoga. Or yeah, pick everybody some, should do some yoga. Or pick some berries or whatever. Just get out of the 19th century mindset. It's getting old. Okay? Pick some berries. Pick some berries. We've been picking berries for like thousands of years. <laughs> I guess that's If t- anything, that's like an old tradition. <laughs> I guess that's t- Every time someone annoys me, I'm just going to go, go pick, pick some, ba- some berries. berries. 
Man, I would. I love blackberries. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Fresh black, black. Fresh blackberries. Not from the grocery store. The grocery store blackberries are terrible. They never are good. They're never good. You have to pick them yourself. You've got to pick them yourself and run from bears. <laughs> okay. That's what makes them better. From help, tie my shoes. <laughs> we have don't listen to all the negative Nancys and just enjoy yourself. Here's the deal. Mm, the deal. Technology has ruined people's ability to just enjoy things. No, no, no. No, that's not it. I love troglodytes. I love every day. I, I read things. People are like, these phones are ruining everything. Uh, I'm like, you, if you were a child. And I read something on our next door app the other yeah. day. There were people were like, I wish things were back like the 80s and 90s when things were cool. And I'm like. Uh, no, they weren't. They weren't that cool. No, I hate the Facebook memes where there's a box of Crayolas. And they're like, when I was nine, I didn't want an iPhone. I just wanted this box of crayons. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but if you had an iPhone choice back then, you yeah. would have gone for it. Because guess what you use? right now to post yeah. that dumb meme. Yeah, exactly. Probably your damn phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Use it as a tool. Exactly. You know? God, it, stop being so judgy. Back in the 90s, we all watched shows like Xena and Hercules and Buffy. And we liked them. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Not because they were well acted. For sure, no. Or the special effects were great. This is true. Because we enjoyed spending a little bit of time in a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. And we're simply there yeah, to Yeah, but let's also, let's think for a second, guys. <clears throat> The 80s and the 90s. That was like... A million years ago. Yeah. You know, a lot has happened since then. Yeah. We have matured. Just like I said, I was like, when I was a 16-year-old girl, I think I probably really would have liked the show. Yes. You know, and same with probably even The Order. I probably would have really liked it. Yeah. But as a mature adult, Mm -hmm. I'm beyond that. You can't just look back into the 90s and be like, oh, look at those halcyon days. Yeah. There were no such thing. No. It's just your outlook has changed. So, therefore, your view on things should have changed. To me, it's all about the story. I love Gamer's Darkness Rising. Yeah. Because its story is great. The acting is shit. The CG is garbage. Yeah. Like, there's a lot about it that is questionable. Yeah. But the story is amazing. And yes. that's why I love it. So yeah. if it has a strong story, I don't care what the special effects are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how well or poorly acted it is or yes. directed or cinematography, anything like that. Yeah. So long as that story is amazing. Yeah, uh, and that's definitely a recommendation. Gamers Dorkness Rising, yeah. which is the second movie, actually. Yeah. And Gamers 1. Gamers 3 can kind of skip that one. Oh, yeah. Ew, I did we watched not it like once. Gamer- yeah, we did not like. I did not like that. But yeah, the Gamers Darkness Rising, that one is great. You don't even need to watch the first one. I don't think we even found the first one until years later. We, we did on YouTube. Yeah. Like, it, we never actually got like a copy of it. Right, right. But yeah, the Gamers Darkness Rising, it's a great movie and it's hilarious. Yeah, there's heart in it. It's there's funny. a lot of heart and there's a good story behind mm-hmm. it. And that's what it's all about for me is that story. Yes. So you can say, oh, well, do you remember how great Xena and stuff was? Yeah, but they actually had great stories. Exactly. It wasn't just about... It yeah. wasn't just, you know... I guess that's what they're saying. I guess that's Yeah, what but this saying. isn't a great story. Okay, yes, yes, I That's agree. what I'm saying. Yeah. This it doesn't argue- matter how poorly acted it is or the cinematography or whatever. The story is not good. The story is boring. Right. No, I, I agree. Where has that gone? Not everything has to be deep or existential, but it's trying to be, though, which yeah. is the problem, I think, more. My advice, just sit back, chill, and allow yourself to enjoy a bit of escapism and fantasy. The world is serious and bitter enough. Don't let it ruin your entertainment. Is this the best fantasy show I've ever seen? No, but it's good and fun. The pacing was good, disagree, mm. and it kept me engaged, not me. And that's ultimately the point of entertainment. Is it not? Well, he's right there. 
And if then, there's good pacing and an engaging story, I'm going to be there. And then basically they revise this later to say that they're increasing their score from like a 9 or an 8 to a 10 to counteract the racist reviews. Ugh, I hate racists. And sexists. Okay, it's so like, just move on. Come on. Just, Get over yourself. Like, seriously? You're not making yourself look very good. You can't make Arthur black. It's Ugh. like, whatever. Get over it. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, Why seriously. Not? You're the one holding people back. Exactly. And like, and honestly, I thought he was great. I thought he was fine. I, just I had no problem with it. I just didn't have... Oh, well, remember, I'm just now thinking about it, the racist comments of where Guinevere was black in the show Merlin. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Ah, yeah. Because everybody was like, she can't be black. Yeah. Oh, and actually, I will say this. I'm not trying to give any credence to any of the racist comments. Mm -hmm. Someone did bring up Guinevere. No. From Merlin being black. But they they argued that it was okay because she was not of royal blood. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That makes it worse. So, Somehow that just made it worse. Yeah, yeah, that that was their argument Uh, in defense of their racism. So, wow. (laughs) So, okay. So, here we're at the end of the show. Let us say something nice about this show. Oh, well, like I said, I love the fact that she was developing more than just two dimensions as a character. Yes, absolutely. I loved how she was scared during the burning Mm -hmm. of her village. Yes. And that, you know, she's also quite powerful, but she was scared. Right. I loved that. Yes. Because you can't always be brave. Right. You know, and especially when something this horrendous is happening, yeah. I don't expect people to be like, oh, let's take our swords. Woo. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Unfortunately, that's that's probably my positive, too, is I think she was the highlight of the show. Yeah. I think she did a really good job with what the material she was given. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they made a very interesting character and a not a very interesting story. I agree. So, if, However, the character wasn't interesting enough to keep me going. Exactly. And that was the next question. Do we go to series on this? Not based on this show, I wouldn't. I would say yes for teenage girls. You think so? Yeah. Well, because I think about 20 years ago, I probably would have really loved this. I think. Oh, man, put me in a 14, yeah. 14 years old. Yeah. I think the show would have just sent me through the roof. I would have been ecstatic. Yeah. I think this one, of all the shows that we've done, mm-hmm. has the potential to be one of those, it gets better as you watch it. Yeah. Like, I think if I were to put the effort into watching another episode mm-hmm. or two, I think I might actually really get into it. Yeah. But it didn't really grab me in the first episode to mm-hmm. make me want to. Exactly. Although I did love the Digi-Wolves. The Digi-Wolves were great. <laughs> Digi-Wolves are always good. Digi-Wolves are amazing. Tomorrow, oh, love the Digi-Wolves. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, and other recommendation news, since that seems to be a thing we're also doing now. Because uh, <laughs> this podcast isn't long enough. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Wizards, the third part of the Tales of Arcadia series yeah. by uh, Guillermo del Toro. Is that, it's Mark amazing. It's out right now. We've waited yes. years for this to happen. If you yes. don't know what I'm talking about. Watch Troll Hunters. And then watch Three Below. And then watch Three Below. And then watch Wizards. Yes. And apparently it's all going to culminate in a big movie next year. Now that is how you tell a story. That is. Watch those shows. And I'll tell you, it is. Obviously for kids, but so is Star Wars, so yeah. relax. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> but um, Our listeners are eight holes. We don't no, have to tell I, them I, to I, calm I know down. that. But... And they're not racist either. I don't know why I'm yelling at them. Yeah. No, I'm not. we're not yelling at them. No. Like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no. and, and they're not sexist either, because if they were, they yeah. still wouldn't be listening to No, this to is me. a big echo chamber. Yeah, this is, this is enormous. <laughs> but it's, it's very well plotted. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's got a lot of heart. Things happen in it that make a difference. Yes. Things mm-hmm. change. It's just... One of the best 
fantasy shows yeah. that I've ever seen. Yes. We're not going to do it on this show. It's only half an hour. Yeah. Cartoons too hard to kind of describe. But mm-hmm. that is an example. I think it gets you from the first episode. So it if you have really not does. taken the time to watch those, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend you. You have to watch it from the beginning, though. Oh, yes. It the all, very, it's very all interwoven. Beginning. So you have to watch it from Troll Hunters yeah. through Three Below. And then on through Wizards. And then through Wizards. So, yeah. So that's yeah. my big recommendation for this week. Uh, me too. Big so, time, big time. In, in fact, we, we've only watched one episode, and I really kind of yeah. want to get this done so I can watch another one. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm starving. And starving. So in the meantime, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at your email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week, we will be watching, because it's close out our Netflix series mm-hmm. of series, which I'm sure we'll be doing more Netflix shows of in the future. Of course. We're going to be watching the new Netflix movie, The, the Old, Old Guard. Guard. I'm super excited about it. My theory is that Roddy Rich will still be the number one song. <laughs> Coronavirus will, will be the, the number one movie. movie. But, you know. Unless people go out of their way to pay $30 to watch Mulan. Oh, my gosh. Jesus Christ. Which $30? Crazy. Which crazy. To watch a movie in your own home? Well, like, what the F? Okay, so we'll talk about this for a second. So the argument is, if you were to go to the theater... Because I really wanted to watch Mulan. As, you know, I don't support live action the re- of the animated uh, ones. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm really into Mulan. Yeah, they're doing a Hercules one, too. No, forget it. Forget it. I, I, li- I, li- I, like, I like Mulan. And there, it sounds like with the Mulan one, they were actually going to make kind of changes to the story, yeah, too. Yeah, they were. Because Mushu's not going to be in yeah. it. I don't think they're singing. And they yeah. also changed so the I love interest because of... Uh, because it's a little problematic that she was in a love interest with her superior officer. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. He was damn sexy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the argument is that it's $30. If two adults go to a movie theater, it's mm-hmm. about $30. Right. So that's the argument. Yeah, but I'm watching this in my home. I'm not getting the gross, sticky floor yeah. or the huge, huge screen. Wait, you said the sticky floor like that was a perk of going to It is a perk. <laughs> it's my favorite part. It's my favorite part. Because you're like, oh, God, what did I just step in? It's right. guessing is half the fun. You're right. And then, <laughs> you're not getting all the, the perks of the yeah, movie theater experience. You're not being nearly deaf because of how loud the speakers are. Right, right, right. You're not hearing those dumb screaming kids. Mm-hmm. That's half the fun. Yeah. Remember that time we went to see uh, The Hunger Games before I, I was pregnant with Jake? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was the last time I could be in a movie theater because it was right. so loud it would affect right. the developing fetus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're there. Remember hearing those teenage girls? I tell this story <laughs> oh, so often. Oh, God. And then I think I've told this story online. Yeah. So just to just to, just to give you a little <laughs> sound bite of this. So you and I are watching <laughs> the first Hunger Games. Yeah. And these four teenage girls in front of us were not into PETA. No, not at all. They were making fun of him through the whole yeah. thing. They really wanted her to be with yeah. Gail. Yeah. And which I'm like, is a what? Bad... I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you girls? But the whole movie, <laughs> these these girls are whispering and being yeah. really annoying. Yeah. And also trying to be like too cool for school a bit. Yeah, yeah. So then like something happens. I don't remember. Something funny happens <laughs> in the movie. Is one girl, she's trying to be cool, but the laugh. Yeah, but was this coming. laugh was stifled. Do you want to do the laugh? And or... she goes. <laughs> Can I do it? She goes. <laughs> it was the funniest laugh. <laughs> it was such a stifled laugh. 
because she's trying to be cool. See, that's the best part. That's the experience. Is getting everybody else's reactions. Right. Well, here's here's my specific problem with the Mulan thing. Mm-hmm. So the Mulan thing, it's <laughs> this is an hour and a half episode now. The Mulan, <laughs> the problem with the Mulan thing is you only get it if you have Disney Plus, which right. is a what, which you already pay for, which you're paying ten dollars or whatever a month for, yeah. or whatever it is. So then you have to pay another thirty dollars on top of that to rent this movie. Yeah, you don't even get to own it. So no, but well, no, no, no. But now Disney Plus has said once you pay that thirty dollars, you have access to that movie. For yeah, as long but as... it's coming to Disney Plus anyway. Exactly. So it's like, or I could just wait. And you're yeah. going to put it on Disney Plus anyway. So all, you're, all I'm getting... There is zero incentive for this. All I'm getting is for $30, yeah. I get to watch it on a service that will have it if I just wait four months. Yeah. This is BS. Like, why would I spend $30 if I'm just going to... It's going to be on Disney Plus eventually yeah. for everyone. So BS. why not just wait? Like, I don't know. Do I really care being the first one to watch Mulan? <laughs> that? Like, I mean, like, I, I guess I want to watch it more than... The other live actions, which I thought were... The Lion King live action was horrendous. That was garbage. That was scene for scene, and yet I couldn't tell the lions apart. Beauty and the Beast, garbage. Garbage. All of those have been garbage. garbage. I have not seen Aladdin. I haven't seen Aladdin either. Yeah, I refuse to watch the live action ones. I'm just really looking forward to Mulan because I really love Mulan. Yeah, exactly. So, that would be it. That would be it. That would be it. But... So that was our podcast on on Mulan <laughs> on Mulan and streaming services. <laughs> we will see you next week, I guess. That was really that was a really, dud. Yeah, that was an ending. <laughs> Can we splatter the microphone with like blood or something? We love you, you love blood you. splattered <laughs> dorks. <laughs> see you next week. Bye bye.